The Old Testament can be intimidating not only because of its size, but also because of its complexity. Some of its stories seem simple, but the list of laws and rituals and the chronicles of kings and prophets, many of them not presented in a chronological order, make a dense reading. Now beneath the surface are layers upon layers of meaning that we don't see, and the heart of the story can get lost in the details, as can the God who authored it. Now, when reading the Old Testament story, it is important to look at the way certain characters and themes develop. We see human beings being made in the image of God, become rebels and then wanderers. Out of these disconnected people, God chooses a man, gives him a family and then grows his family into a nation. After the nation is chosen and cultivated, the people are disciplined harshly for years because of their hearts given to other gods. But then they are restored, all of which sets the context which leads up to a supernatural new creation. Now we can see the storyline with God too, first as creator and then as judge and as a powerful lord. But his more personal characteristics begin to come through as he shows himself as a deliverer, a redeemer, a healer, and a provider. Now, as the story continues, we see God portray himself not only as master, but also as a gentle shepherd and a compassionate father. In the New Testament, this progression of intimacy continues all the way to friend, then bridegroom, and again and again, God's purposes and pursues this closeness with his people. What began as a rescue turned into a courtship, a betrothal, and eventually a marriage between a human and the divine. And there are times of separation with the greatest of which is an exile, which occupies the attention of many of the prophets. But chastisement is only one-sided of God's love and certainly not the dominant side. So throughout the Old Testament, God wants his presence to be known among his people. Now, this connection was, you could see, broken at the fall and distance was the bridge by which God presented and came to his people through a tabernacle and then a temple and then the prophets foretold of a time when they would get much closer than that. And every instance, God reveals himself very personally as someone who zealously wants to be made known. And the relationship is a partnership too with a mission that began in creation to fulfill the earth and subdue it and continues with God's people being set apart for him as a nation of priests for the world, a light that reflects his glory, the bearers of his truth. This mission develops into a full-blown kingdom agenda that at the end of the scripture, it involves not only our serving God, but also ruling with him. Now, this is a God with a purpose, central to his purpose. The key to rescue is sacrificial death of God made manifest in human flesh. Jesus Christ, the crucifixion, wasn't a, a backup plan. It was God's way to achieve his desire for ultimate closeness with us. His creation, God saving through the promised Messiah, can be seen in virtually every book of the Hebrew scripture. 
in symbols, signs, and stories, and in living parables that God arranged, but whose participants could not have known what they were representing. So everything in Scripture points either towards the coming of the Messiah of the Old Testament or to the risen and living Lord of the New. He is the centerpiece of God's story. God himself stepping personally into the world that he created. But before God into coming to flesh and blood steps into human history, he prepares a way over the course of centuries. And he works through his people, speaks through his prophets, and lays out the pieces of his plan. He calls and cultivates, chastises and refines, and progressively reveals glimpses of his true nature over time. He draws all his people back to him. And he wants to draw you back to him.